Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ladies and gentlemen, the Michael Oldroyd Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Droid Entertainment. It is an independently produced show. And if you enjoy it, please subscribe. Feel free to write a review of the podcast on whatever platform you use to ingest podcasts, whether it's iTunes, Blueberry, Spotify, whatever it is. And if you've done all these things and you still want to help, then go ahead and just send me some nudes. All right? Send me money, send me nudes. Don't be a Jew, don't be a prude. Send me money, send me nudes. Don't be a Jew, don't be a prude. Yeah, I'm actually part Jewish. Now, enjoy today's episode. As hilarious as that music may sound, it is not how I want to kick off my podcast. Welcome to the Michael Aldrich Comedy Podcast. It's going to be so much fun where he makes humor of himself and the many things in New York City. Oh, and by the way, this is not the voice of Bruno. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Michael Aldrich Comedy Podcast. I don't know why I'm doing Italian voice today. Yeah. August 1st is the date. Tuesday morning, 118 a.m., 2023. We are in the year 2023, and we are in the eighth month now, which means we are entering uh, the uh, the the final third of the year. Holy shist! So if there's 12 months in a year, and there's three by three by sorry, four by four by four. That would mean the eight. Okay, we're not quite there yet because that would be the end of August, meaning that we're running, we're entering the final uh, third of the year. So we're we're getting close to the second, the end of the second third. <laughs> you know what that? What I'm saying right now is is uh, ridiculous to be speaking in weird fractions. Hey, maybe that's how they came up with the term for the name of the bank, Fifth Third Bank. What a name, huh? What a name for a bank. Anyway, one of my buddies, Patrick Garrity, who's a hilarious comedian headliner, has a joke about f- Fifth Third Bank and how, uh, uh, you know, who, who, who would go to a, a bank that, that they can't even do improper fractions? Uh, so that was, uh, that was something like that is what he said, but it was always fun. Shout out to Patrick Garrity, who's been, um... Really kind of a, a comedic big brother to me. He actually helped me with my Nicolas Cage impression. Uh, and I really appreciate him. He does an f- outstanding Nicolas Cage impression, by the way. Uh, and he's got some really, really, really funny shit. Uh, and uh, seeing Patrick Garrity, my buddy, live is a, is a real treat. So if you... And I'm not just saying that I truly, truly... mean If you know it, then you know it because you've seen it. And... Uh, if he's coming to your city anytime soon, uh, you got to go out and check out his stuff. So he's been on the podcast before. I forget which episode, but, uh, super monotone that episode, but it was, it was a great time. And speaking of monotone, I I feel like I kind of want to be monotone tonight. I'm not going to, but I'm a little, I'm a little, you know what? I'm fuck that. I'm not going to say that. I, I am going to get straight to the point. Are you on Mastodon? That is what I'm trying to sell. Are you going to the mall later? As Billy Madison said uh, when he couldn't spell Rizzuto. R. Bunt. B-U-N-T. Any more brain busters? Rizzuto. R. 
Are you gonna go to the mullet? I don't even know if that's the same scene. It's been a long time since I've seen William Madison. But every time I was on Madison Avenue in New York City, I thought about Billy. So, even though that's not where it originated, I don't think. Maybe it is. Maybe he was inspired by Madison Avenue, since it's like a expensive street near Fifth Avenue. I think I'm rambling. Let's start talking about what's going on in the world, shall we? What? Oh my gosh, this is exciting. What? I was wondering if you happen to know what is going on in the world. What is going on in the world? What is going on in the world? What is going on? What is going What is going on in the world? What? 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 So, what's going on in the world? August freaking 1st, man. Uh, football season used to start on August 1st every year when I first started playing football. And you can already see the news is starting to transition over to mini camps going into football camp. And they're starting to talk about uh, football season, which is fast approaching. Now that August is here, football will be underway. The official kickoffs will be begin soon. And... Uh, fucking, I'm going to talk about football a little bit more later, so let's move on for now and talk about the heat. It's hot AF, uh, still hot AF. Apparently, it's so hot that in Miami, there is coral or reefs dying from the heat, so climate change is real. Uh, it is happening. I think this is the hottest summer, uh, on record. If I, if I am getting my data from, uh, credible sources, uh, not funny, not funny at all. Uh, something uh, I'm going to talk. Well, I'll talk later about what I'm doing to fight climate change or, uh, yeah, I'll talk later about that. If remind me, Michael. You remind yourself. <laughs> hey, you remind you. <laughs> Getting in a fight with me now. All right. Um, do we have any questions so far, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, I'm buying time right now as I'm trying to catch my memory on what the heaven I was going to talk about. Okay, another update. Apparently, someone sent me this. I, you guys know me very well that I'm not into conspiracy theories. Uh, someone sent me a uh, actual article by the AP press, is it, uh, of US UFO whistleblowing uh, by the U.S. military. Apparently there was a military member and some people that came out and said that there actually are UFOs that we've captured that are extraterrestrial life. Uh, and uh, apparently they are real. I don't know if that's news to you guys too or... What exactly, uh, yeah, so I, that, that, if that's real, that's news to me. Didn't know that it was outside, didn't know that, uh, you know, there really is a place like Area 51 in, um, in, uh, any, uh, what is it, Independence Day? With William Smith and Jeff Goldblum. I mean, I knew Area 51 existed, I think I talked about that recently. Didn't real, realize that there's actual factual data behind both UFOs and aliens, or sorry, UFOs and climate change, but apparently both are real, so that's intriguing. Uh, according to the AP Press, now I'm I'm still not completely sold, but I'm more open to the idea, I guess, after seeing a credible source from fake news. Um, no, it's. Uh, I think the AP Press. I don't. I don't know how credible they are, but apparently, it's something that I need to look further into. Tune in next week when I talk about things where I know what the fuck I'm talking about. All right, when I've done some research on it. All right. Uh, here's another update. Forty six. Hey, new update. There's UFOs. What if I just said that and then moved on to the next update? Didn't even say anything about it. <laughs> Anyway, next update for real. 46,000 years old worm found in Siberian permafrost. Uh, 
brought back to life and started having babies. Uh, that is a lot to unpack there, no pun intended. We're talking about unpacking permafrost. Speaking of climate change and the world heating up, I guess we uh, thawed out some of that permafrost, huh? Uh, yeah, by the way, Siberian, have you ever listened to the Trans-Siberian Orchestra? Does that mean that they're transsexuals? Does that mean that they're trannies? The, the Siberian Orchestra? Is it the Siberian Orchestra that happens to be trans? Anyway, um, hey, uh, when, I, when I used to work in corporate America for a little bit, uh, one of the people that I worked with, we would come up with gifts for new hires. We'd try to come up with something creative. And I still remember this. His name was Jesse, is and was Jesse. And he would uh, say, if we, if we drew a blank on, because we didn't know the person's personality well enough, and we just want to like get them something, like them, I can remember Jesse going, Hey, Mike, how about uh, we just get him two tickets to the Trans-Siberian Orchestra? <laughs> hey, we want to do something really nice for you. We're going to throw in a... To sweeten the pot, we're just going to go ahead and throw in a couple tickets to the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Uh, anyway, that's where that character comes from that you've seen me do in the Midwest be- Sketch Bandits. Anyway, back to the 46-year-old worm that came to life. Uh, I got worms, according to Jim Carrey in... Uh, Dumb and Dumber. Alright. 46,000 years ago. That was way before Jesus' time. Where in the Old Testament is 46,000 years ago? I'd like to know that. Is that like right after God rested on the seventh day? Because 46,000 years ago is quite some time. uh, Which is nowhere near the age of the earth, apparently. Apparently the earth is billions of years old, I think. Uh, anyway, this worm found in Siberian permafrost reminds me of Mike Myers in uh, uh, Austin Powers when he comes out of cryosleep. Uh, so I don't know if that movie, if you've seen it lately or not, but why don't you go back and give it a watch, huh? Why don't you get back and give the old Austin Powers a watch? Uh, because it was inspired by me talking about worms coming out of permafrost. Alright, is there anything that I have to say about that? Um, well, first of all, I wonder what else could be thought out or preserved uh, over a f- over time. You know, that's kind of interesting to know that over 46,000 years, it remained, didn't die. Organic material was preserved enough. I wonder what else could potentially come back to life that may be in permafrost or what we could do with cryo-freezing, you know? Uh, Anyway, speaking of Mike Myers, I saw the movie The Love Guru for the first time last night. Uh, Watched it with my mom. She just flew back to Missouri today. And we laughed a lot. Uh, watching The Love Guru. It's a movie I I think, I, maybe I saw previews for it when I was younger, but I never actually saw it until yesterday. It came out in 2008, and it was after the Mike Myers, Austin Powers series, I believe. But it was a lot of fun. It was interesting. I thought I was The Love Guru. I thought I was Cupid's Arrow. But apparently there's more than one of the love gurus out in the universe because Mike Myers' character, caricature character, um, got us, got, got me going. It, it really was fun. So, yeah, check it out. Fun stuff. He, he, uh, moves around on an electronic magic carpet, which is pretty funny. I talked about flying around on a magic carpet somewhat recently. But yeah, I think Mike Myers is, um, I see some crossover with him and I. And I appreciated the flick. We, we laughed. It was nice. We, we got some good laughs. Okay, what else? Uh, LeBron James. Here's a crappy story, but I guess it's better now. LeBron James's son was in cardiac arrest like a week ago. Um, I guess he was at basketball practice, college basketball practice, and had cardiac arrest. And I can understand because nothing could possibly be more stressful being than being the son of a multimillionaire. Am I right? 
That's not funny. I shouldn't. I shouldn't joke. I don't know what's going on. I hope he's fine. I saw that there was a lot of um, support for him and his family, and I and I like that. I appreciate it. Nobody ever wants to see. I actually, when I was in seventh grade, I had. I thought I was having a heart attack. So I played basketball for a little bit, and I remember we were practicing in the gym, and my heart started racing. Uh, and I looked at my dad and I said, dad, I think I'm having a heart attack, you know, and it, it, I actually remember thinking I was going to die. My heart, st- I, it started beating at a rate that was, I mean, none of us can control our heart rate per se. I mean, you can slow it down or speed it up based on your breathing techniques, but my, I lost control and it started beating extremely fast, scared the shit out of me, thought I was going to die, Get, was thinking everything was about to go black. And those moments shape you in a weird way. But my dad stepped on the gas, started going 100 miles an hour, got me to the nearest uh, fire station. And, you know, they, they took me in the back of the ambulance and put those, like, those sticker things on you. You know, like, where they, they're, you know, like the sticker things that you that you see in movies where the people rip them off when they, like... <laughs> try to leave the hospital and they're like, I'm not going to stay here. And they rip off those sticker things with the, it looks like, um, there's wires that are, I guess it's monitoring your vitals. Anyway, uh, found out that I, I was just hyperventilating. So I know what it feels like to have a, what you think is a heart attack at, at basketball practice. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm really, I think I had a dream about Michael Jordan last night, by the way, no homo. But anyway, yeah, that's pretty much my update with that. Glad he's okay. If he wasn't, I wouldn't have made a joke about the multimillionaire thing. Uh, But I believe that he's okay. So that makes it easier to kind of play around with, right? Hopefully. Um, Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on to the exciting stuff known as politics. Am I right? I'm going to just keep this one brief. I've got three points to touch on. It might devolve into 48 more thousand points. But as of right now, three points that I want to make. I want to remind you guys that in 2020, I made some jokes. I I usually don't do political. I, I, I don't think I ever did political humor until 2020 when the election was coming. And... I won't get too far into it, but I just felt like it was really important for me to, to you know, there's a lot, there are some people out there that, that, that trust me because they know me well enough to know that I've seen the world and I've lived, I've been fortunate and I'm a smart enough guy where people trust my judgment, right? And I felt that it was very important for me to warn the entire world not to vote for Donald Trump. Uh, and... <laughs> I know, I know, I always, I always come back to it, guys. I'm sorry, but I, I'm telling you, this, this, I'm bringing it up right now for a specific reason. As you guys may or may not know, Rudy Giuliani recently admitted to lying during the 2020 election season about uh, the false ballots. And the false voting. Rudy Giuliani comes out and admits that he was lying for Trump. That he was not telling the truth. Meaning he was making up lies about Dominion and all these things to discredit the voting machines. And uh, he's, it's, it's showing that, you know, he, he, was, he was bullshitting with people. Uh, you know, he was, he was basically lying on behalf of Donald Trump. And you guys can look this up and fact check me if you don't believe it. But nevertheless, it shows you that I was right. And I don't do this for my ego. I'm not trying to, you know, you know, postulate and say, hey, I'm such a smart guy. But what I'm trying to say is maybe maybe you'll start trusting me a little bit. There's a pattern here and I'm I'm on the right side of things. Uh, even when hindsight is 2020 and right now hindsight is 2020. And it matches up with exactly what I told you guys. It was a warning. Uh, Rudy Giuliani, I, I made a joke back in 2020 saying that Donald Trump claimed Rudolph Giuliani on his tax returns. Basically claimed Rudy Giuliani's soul 
on his tax returns in 2018, 2019, and 2020. And it was a joke embedded in truth, which some jokes have uh, truth in them, or at least a, a part of enough of a truth or an exaggeration, which is what makes it funny. So, yes, Rudy Giuliani did sell his soul to Donald Trump and lied for him, even though it was not truthful to the American public and misled a lot of people, a lot of good-intentioned people, a lot of good-hearted people, and just American people, right? So, uh, I also made jokes back then about Sidney Powell, who he was uh, lying with. I don't know if you guys remember me making jokes about Sidney Sidney Powell turning into the anaconda from Harry Potter. Uh, I forget the woman's name in that episode, but I made a joke where she slowly turned into the snake woman. You know that woman that like turns into the snake in Harry Potter's hometown when he goes back around Christmas time and she's all creepy and weird? Yeah. Uh, I made a joke about Sidney Powell, and guess what? Just recently, with I think it was this year, maybe it was last year, but it was this year, I think, where she came out and she admitted that it was bullshit, the things that she was saying. So, uh, I say these again not for my ego or to say I told you so. It's just to say, please trust me. Donald Trump is bad news. He's, uh, separate to that, he has been, there are more indictments being added to his charges. And, uh, something, just something to know that, um, that, you know, you may hate me for saying it, but, but, we are really, really, uh, flirting with fire and not good fire. We're talking about backdraft fire by, uh, I I think, uh, recently he, um, he called Biden a son of a bitch, which, you know, words are words, right? It's actions that matter more than words, but you just, you just don't say that, you know, you just don't say that. I mean, I, I think that goes without saying. And obviously there's a lot of people that loved him saying that, you know, and that's sad. That just shows where we are for anyone to get excited and cheer that on. It just shows, it shows where we are and it's not a good thing. So we're going to move on from politics now before everyone's penises retract and go into their pelvis. Uh, Watching... I watched a show with my mom last week called Love Island. We were watching it, stumbled upon it, caught the eye. Couldn't believe how inappropriate this show was that was on television. Every girl was wearing a bikini, talking about how she loves cocky fuckboys. Uh, I mean, I was like, it was very sexualized, the show was. And it was extremely entertaining, and there was a couple of cuties on there. One of them I DM'd during, you know, while we were watching the show. One of them, she didn't respond. I don't even know if it was real. It was not a verified account, but I figured I'd shoot my shot. What's her name? Should I pull it up and tell you guys uh, the name of this girl on Love Island that I was DMing? I will do it for you. I'll do it for you right now because I love you. And I want you to forgive me for getting too political earlier. Her name is Jasmine Sklavan, Sklavanitis. Sklavanitis. Um, she was with a guy. Uh, she was matched with a guy on that show. And she was she likes to party. And he said he doesn't like party girls. And they just... They weren't a good match as a result. And I just thought, what a dumbass. What a dumbass for saying that to that fucking sexy party girl. I would I would like to party with her. Let's party. Let's party 
Jasmine Sclavenitis. That that last name does sound like an STD a little bit, but that's okay. We'll we'll change her last name when she changes it to Old Droid. All right, let's see here. What else, guys? Um, there, Taylor Swift concert causes seismic activity. I think it was in Oregon. It was on the West Coast over there recently, uh, and it caused the the the, the the volume from the concert itself, plus the fans, plus the dancing, all of it together caused seismic activity. So not only is she affecting economies now, but she's actually, <laughs> her concerts are actually, uh, you know, basically uh, so loud that they're actually earthquakes. Um, so uh, equivalent to small earthquakes. <laughs> so there you have it. And I saw a thing that that Mark or Mark Zuckerberg was <laughs> was recently at a Taylor Swift concert, which is also kind of funny. I wonder if he's gonna. I wonder if he's gonna try to shoot his shot with her. That'd be interesting. I don't know if she's. Uh, you know who knows, right? You just never know. They're both celebrities, so I guess I guess they might fornicate. I don't know. I don't know what her. I don't know if she's into that or if she wants to kind of, hey, maybe she'll uh, officiate the octagon fight between Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk. Either way, uh, that's a big deal. Taylor Swift is, is, is doing big things. I was watching Superman the other night, and uh, Superman won with uh, Christopher Reeves actually last night before I watched The Love Guru. My mom and I watched two flicks, the original Superman with Christopher Reeves, and there was a scene with the San Andreas Fault earthquake when he saves Lois Lane from going in. Anyway, uh, I guess earthquake from Taylor Swift reminded me of that earthquake. Hey, fuck Lex Luthor, am I right? Speaking of, have you guys ever heard my uh, my Superman joke? So obviously, there's there's a few Superman jokes that I can make that I do tie in. You know, Nicolas Cage named his son Kal El. Obviously, I look like I could be Nicolas Cage's son. Uh, that's not the joke, by the way. The joke that I have is that is is a true story. I was doing comedy once, and this guy yelled out and interrupted. He's this bald dude screams out in the middle of my show. Hey, man. You look like Superman! And usually that would annoy me because it's a, it's interrupting my set, but it was such a compliment that I was like, wow, which, which Superman, you know? And he's like, all of them! And I was so flattered, and I felt like, wow, that's such a nice compliment, dude. Like, I felt like I should give him a compliment, so I just said the first thing that came out of my mouth, I said, and you look like uh, Lex Luthor. And as soon as it left my lips, I remember thinking, oh shit, that might come off kind of rude. But to my surprise, he smiled really big and said, which one? And I was like, all of them. <laughs> so that was our moment, guys. So yeah, I guess to foreigners, I look like Superman. All of, all of the Superman. All of the Supermen or Supermans. Um, okay, let's move on. Um... We talked about Mark Zuckerberg. Elon Musk now has changed officially the not only the name from Twitter to X, but now he's he's officially made X the the logo. So now when you log into your phone and you're looking for your Twitter app, it won't show up. It, it's it's now X. So and he put up this Batman sign. In San Francisco, I guess at the Twitter now X headquarters, there's a flashing sign that some of the local residences are upset about. The high rises like across the street from the X building because it's like a big bright sign and people are saying that it's disturbing their peace. Uh, they were showing videos of it at night. It looked pretty bright. So sucks for them. Anyway. That is the Elon Musk update. And he continues to change things rapidly and piss people off. So, you know, it is what it is, I suppose, right? 
let's talk about finance for a second. Uh, stock markets continue to be up. It looks like it's trending upward. I'm hoping it is. I don't know for sure. Crypto's kind of been going up and down a little bit, but it's 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 net neutral lately, or it's kind of like equilibrium middle point is is still higher than it was, you know, like for the last several months, uh, for lack of a better way of saying it, and that it gives me. A boner. If you can't tell, I'm fucking tired. Uh, so I apologize if I'm boring you guys. I told you I wanted to be monotone, but I don't think that'd be a good idea because I don't want to make it boring. I don't want to make it boring. I don't want to make it boring. Alright. So, yeah, I think that's... Is that pretty much... Oh, no. Um, let's do a quick... Let's do a quick freaking talk about football and then we'll move on to what's going on in the comedy world. Sound good? Alrighty then. So, uh, yeah, I mentioned football season's coming. I'm not going to spend too much time on this. Joe Burrow was carted off the practice field the other day, a, a calf problem. So that sucks. I know how it feels. Uh, my fucking right Achilles. My left IT and my left high hamstring are still not fully healed. And I think what that means is I'll obviously be able to continue to stay healthy and stay in shape and blah, blah, blah. But I'm not sure if God has it in his cards to uh, allow me to get back out officially for, uh, uh, you know, I don't think it's proving to show... That it's in the cards for me to be able to play in the NFL. Uh, You know, it could be wrong. Miracles can happen. But as of right now, it's just not looking that way. And you guys know I'm not crazy because I understand reality. And I wasn't crazy when I went for it because I knew what I needed to do and I knew what I was once able to do but my body just is just not responding the way it has to in order for me to meet those base standards uh i did see that the xfl combine had a a live stream on youtube the other day out of arlington texas i knew one of the guys that was in the combine so uh his name is james uh and it was cool looked like he did well excited to see him do big things uh, I was invited, along with every other Missouri football player, to go. Every football alum was invited to go back to Missouri early in August to watch practice uh, in a few days here, which I will not be doing. I won't be flying to Missouri to, to attend Drinkowitz's practice, and it's not a knock on him at all. In fact, I actually really appreciate the invite. Uh so not singling him out that didn't even make sense didn't really say why I mentioned his name and I don't really have to it wasn't a negative or or good thing it was just explaining the sitch uh but I will not be going because I'm out here doing my thing in Florida uh but you know always wishing the Missouri Tigers good luck as they get ready to begin their season I wish Eureka Eureka Missouri luck the the Wildcats uh, Jake Sumner, Tyler Wasson, uh, you know, I'm wishing the Wildcats luck. If any of the players listen to my podcast, I'm rooting for you. And I extend the invite that I'm always here as a big brother and Eureka alum to be a resource or a sounding board if anyone has any questions for me ever. I'm part of the Eureka family, so it's easy to get a hold of me if, if, if you want to. And I'm always here. So, uh, yeah, uh, DeMar Hamlin, it looks like he's out there on the field. I think he's, I think if I, if I, I saw a video of him uh, at practice wearing the number three. So if I'm not mistaken, unless that was like footage from last year. 
and he's back on the field. So I'm hoping and praying that's true because it's always exciting seeing people make comebacks. He did have a, a freak thing happen last year uh, with the Buffalo Bills that scared everybody, uh, and I can see why it did. And it's also exciting to see that he's back out there. Uh, double check, fact check me on that to make sure that I was not just seeing a clip of a past practice from when he was playing. So, anyway, is there, yeah, that's the update on football. And I think that's enough to give you guys a boner without overdoing it. So, let's talk about what's going on in the comedy world, shall we? Excuse me, I don't mean to be rude and interrupt, but are you ready for the segment known as What is going on in the comedy world? Oh my gosh. Another beat? Yeah. Like, what is this? This is so exciting. Oh, I don't even know what is happening in the comedy world, so please, entertain me. Talk to me. Tell me. What the fuck is going on in the comedy world? Talk to me. Tell me. Talk to me, Michael. Entertain me. I'm listening. I'm ready for you to tell me. I want to learn. I want to know. I want to know now. Alright, so what's going on in the comedy world? Well, first, order of business here, I have to say, is unfortunate, and it's sad, but Pee Wee Herman has passed away at age 70. Pee Wee Herman was the character name um, that was created by, his actual name is Paul Rubens, so R.I.P., um, God bless my buddy, buddy, I have not met him, but you know our our friend, you know Pee Wee Herman. So, you know, the life of a comedian. It's a, you know, we we toil to give you joy, right? So thank you, Paul, for all the the joy that was given to everyone uh, in your comedy. Uh, and, um, you know, RIP, RIP, quick, quick prayer. Uh, if I don't do a prayer at the end of the podcast today, then, uh, I include him in my prayers and his family. Um, you know, and, and, um, yeah, a shout out, a shout out to Paul Rubens, AKA Pee Wee Herman. Uh, the next update, Jimmy Fallon, I think is back on apparently because I heard my mom listening to Jimmy Fallon. In fact, I told her, uh, oh yeah, somebody was on Jimmy Fallon, who was it, it was the Barbie guy, um, the main character, Ryan Goslin. so I told my mom that Chris saw him at dinner, Chris Blackerby, my buddy who's been on this podcast, he actually, when we moved to LA, he, he saw Ryan at a diner one night when he was meeting with a friend, and... My mom asked if Ryan, my mom asked me about when I told her that Chris saw him because she knows Chris. Uh, she asked if Ryan is as good looking in real life. And I was like, I, I don't know, you know, like, <laughs> I don't think that's what uh, I didn't ask Chris that. And I don't think Chris was thinking that either, right? But it was funny. Uh, because my mom did it, she laughed, and then she did an impression of how I'd react if I saw Ryan Gosling. It's like, hey, it's Ryan Gosling. Cool. <laughs> that was, my mom did an impression. I'd never seen her do an impression before, but she was making fun of me in a fun way. And, uh, anyway, I don't know. Remember when I said, I don't know, a minute ago? Have you ever seen the... Have you ever seen a chick text I-O-N-O? Like, have you ever... Because I have, and it made me want to throw up. Uh, I remember asking a chick once, I think, if she wanted to hang out or something. She said, I don't know. I-O-N-O, which means I don't know. <laughs> I was like, listen, I, I can't be hanging out with fucking people that appear to be... People that act that dumb, you know, I don't know, so, anyway, I don't know, have you, seriously, like, how would you react if you're texting a chick, and she said, 
I-O-N-O, when you asked her a question. I mean, it's like, are you trying to be cool? Like, what the fuck are you saying? Anyway. Alright, sorry, that was a little, maybe that was a little intense. Anyway, what if she's listening to my podcast right now? Guess what? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Who gives a fuck? Who gives a flying fuck? I really don't give a fuck. Alright. Anyway, the Writers Guild and Actors Strike, let's get an update. Mike, can we? Sorry, didn't research it before I did my podcast today. Apologies for not taking this more seriously. Uh, I think that I think that the writer's strike is over if Ryan Goslin was on Jimmy Fallon, though. Right? I mean, isn't that what that means? I don't know. Uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I guess. Uh, I guess that's my update in the comedy world. Sorry if the, if you were hoping for more, guys. I'm gonna go ahead and. Uh, pause this and give myself head during the musical interlude to the next section. Hello? Are we doing this again? I thought you just talked about what's going on in the comedy world. My comedy world. Sorry, I didn't know that what's going on in your comedy world is like more important. It's not. Oh, it's not? Oh, that's why you put a third? Okay, I apologize. Bukaki? Well, let's listen. Let's listen to what's going on in Michael's comedy world, you freaking narcissist. What is going on in Michael's comedy world? Michael's comedy world. Michael's comedy world. Wow, I wish I would have had a little bit more time to finish the job on myself there, but you know what? We can't have everything, right? Alright. What's going on in my comedy world? Well, I just re-released, as of today, August 1st, a new song has hit the Apple, Spotify, iTunes, all that bullshit. It's called My Jack is a Putz. It's a re-release of an original song that I created about my ex-girlfriend, Jessica, who you guys have heard on this podcast a few times now. I think she's been on the podcast like four times now. I'll probably get her back on on soon enough. But uh, My Jack is a Putz is the name of the song. I've put it out there. Uh, I decided to officially release it just... Cause it's a fun, it's a fun short one. It's a fun little ditty. shows shows a little range, if you will. You know, shows a little different aspect. If you ever, if you don't follow my SoundCloud, then you haven't heard a lot of my stuff. Uh, so I'm I'm really just putting it out there so I can put it in my Instagram stories, and so can you now. So it's in any. You can put it in any of your stories. I think Facebook, you know, whatever. Right? You can put a lot of my music. It's out there. All right, cool. Who gives a flying fuck? Oh. Alright, that's going to be my... Every podcast, I kind of like get a, a theme for it or a silly word. I think, I don't know, is the one that we're going to do today. I-O-N-O. Alright. Uh, what else is going on in the old comedy world of mine? Trivia night happening this Thursday at the Hotel Tampa Riverwalk at 7 p.m. Come on out on the back deck there, right on the water, with at the pool slash bar, where you can get liquored up and... You can eat. You can eat my humor. It'll be a good time. Now you can eat food. You can ingest my humor. You know my content, if you will, my trivia questions. We're gonna have a good time. Come on out. It's gonna be a doozy. Uh, nobody, nobody. I don't have a. I don't have an end to that sentence. All right. Content is something that I've been putting out there. Recently made a fun video about A1 steak sauce. Basically, conceptually, how to uh, impress a woman that's superficial, I should say. You buy the cheap steak sauce and you put it in a bottle of A1 that you've recycled for 48,000 years. Like... I haven't actually done that. It was more of a joke, but I do think that there's a couple superficial women that saw that, didn't realize it was a joke, and might have unfollowed me. Either way, I have a new piece of content that's hitting the airwaves in about six hours from right now that explains how to actually weed out the gold diggers. The gold diggers, the, the the superficial chicks, and then reward the ones that are true. And uh, I think that it's a lot of fun. So check out my Instagram because there's a new piece of content hitting at 9 a.m. 
on Tuesday, August 1st, 2023, which is today. Uh, it's the one about the Starbucks coffee. All right. What else? Dom Lee and Ellie. Here's something going on in my comedy world and the comedy world. So Midwest sketch bandits, my partner in crime, uh, Dominic Leonelli, Dominic Joseph Leonelli has been really taken off on Instagram lately and I'm really proud of him. Uh, he's now at 26,000 followers on Instagram and you know, he deserves it. He's worked his ass off for so long, and it's great to see him getting traction. Very, very excited for him. So check out his stuff. He just had a video go viral on Facebook recently, and now he's at 6,000 followers on Facebook. So uh, good for Dominatrix. Very excited. Uh, is there anything else that I wanted to say that's going on in my comedy world before I move on and finish it up with what's going on in my world. I'm going to say, no, there isn't anything I'd like to say further. I think that completes the section, which means without further ado, we're going to go ahead and move on to the, the, the final segment of the podcast known as what's going on in my world. Your world? Oh, what are you talking about? That's like so weird, and I don't know why my accent is changing over time. Who am I? Oh, this is... No, what type of instrument is that? Bukaki! That's fun. You're fun. We're fun. Michael, let's hear about you. Oh my gosh, how do you do? I am so excited to be here with you. Let us do this one last segment all for you. Alright guys, what the heaven is going on in my world? Uh, there's a Pandora ad that is annoying the shit out of me. And it's making me want to stop using Pandora. There's this... I still get ads from, like, sponsors in New York. Because that's where I set up my Pandora account. So it's like local ads to New York. And there's this one commercial that will not stop playing... Uh, an advertisement about getting STD tested as a gay man in the Bronx. And I just cannot take this commercial anymore because I've heard it a hundred thousand times and it's not relevant for me. And it just will not stop playing. And it's making me want to stop listening to Pandora. So <laughs> if anyone has any suggestions on how I could say... This, this ad wasn't relevant the first time I heard it, nor is it relevant the, the 400,000th time that I've heard of it, that I've heard it. So if we could go ahead and give me some advice, if you know the commercial, it's not a homophobic statement, they, they get into, it's just like nonsense, it's not relevant and I've had enough of it. It's talking about how... You know, there's some gay agenda. Like, I'm like, yo, just please, please, or just spare me this non-relevant ad. I can't take it anymore. All right, sorry. That's that, I know that I know that that sounds homophobic, but it's not. Again, if you don't know me, my brother's gay, which grants me Im immunity towards gay jokes. But this is not even a gay joke. It, I. I would be just as annoyed if the ad was about fucking, you know, you know, fucking anal warts cream or something. You know, just something, you know, what do they call it when you get a, a hemorrhoid? If it was an ad about hemorrhoids, you know, it's like, stop, I don't want to hear this. I don't fucking have hemorrhoids. Just turn off the ad. Stop playing shit that isn't relevant. That's all I'm trying to say. All right. It will not stop. It's, it's bullshit. All right. I wanted to give myself a quick shout out and virtue signal for a second about how I did my good deed for the year recently where I let a, uh, one of my friend's friends crash at my place. I'll be honest. I don't like letting people stay here at my place with me while I'm here. And, you know, it's like I, I like my own space, but there was a... One of my friends in the building here had a, a guy friend traveling from Texas, and he's the guy that he's the guy that fucking gave his flyer to the Jehovah Witness. Remember, I mentioned that a few weeks back, and I was like, "What the fuck? What the fuck did you just do?" 
Anyway, uh, definitely weird behavior to do that, but I did let him crash at my place not long ago, uh, a couple weeks ago, and I feel like I did my good deed for the year. And I'm obviously being sarcastic about my good deed for the year to you. Random acts of kindness are always good, and it's not like you have some low bar quota. I think it's always a good practice to make when you can. So I'm teasing myself <laughs> when I say I did. I, I met my quota. I think I think we should do good things anytime we can, to be honest. So give it up for me. All right. <laughs> uh, did I talk about... So I talked about Mexico in my last episode. Did I mention... Yeah, I... You know what? I'm just going to pass on... I think I did talk about it in the last two episodes. So I'm going to go ahead and just kind of pass on that. All right. Um, here's... I'm going to keep this brief because I'm fucking exhausted. All right? So I think that... I wanted to say this really quick. I matched with a prostitute on Bumble once. And... We, we, she, I didn't know she was a prostitute. I didn't find out until I think after we met in person, by the way, I think she didn't tell me she was a prostitute and it didn't seem like she was trying to like make money from me, but she was explaining that that is <laughs> a side hustle, right? <laughs> uh, so, no, she didn't try to get me to pay her for sex, and I wouldn't have, because as I've told you guys many times, I don't buy or sell sexual services. Uh, it's not, I just don't think it's a, a good idea for whatever reason. It just doesn't feel right for me. Uh, but what I do think is interesting is that she used me for my pool, so... She she used to just hit me up when she was in town to see if she could go to my pool. I'm like, you got to be shitting me, you know? Uh, but I, I let her because I'm nice. And you know what? Jesus hung out with prostitutes too. So I hit my quota on being able to identify... <laughs> I was going to say identify as a kind soul... Uh, what was I going to say? There's people outside my apartment and I'm distracted right now. I'm looking at them. Anyway, I, I appreciate, I, I, I feel like it's fun to walk in Jesus's sandals when you can, you know, unless you're carrying a cross and you're tied to it. Uh, that does not sound fun at all. Uh, and that's not a joke. I'm not trying to lighten I'm not am I trying to lighten up the situation yeah I am but am I being disrespectful no uh I will say this my mom and I when she was in town we talked a little bit about religion and I was telling her that I have a problem with the bible where it says an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth and, and a weird thing happened guys very day that I say that as we're watching tv you know how Netflix kind of like moves to your next suggestion or whatever. Just started playing and Jesus was, you know, it was an actor of course, but Jesus was talking and he was talking about an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. And he said the same thing I said in different words. And I'm like, I didn't realize Jesus said things that conflicted with the Old Testament, you know, or the Bible. But it'd be intriguing to do a cross-reference and see how many things I independently disagree with in the Bible and think that aren't completely like sounding like love and, and, and cross-reference that with Jesus's perspective because I was astounded that we basically both were, my mom and I were both like, what? That was very weird. So, uh, it was intriguing, um... To, to see that, and uh, and that's all I'll say about that. So anyway, my mom, uh, we had a great time. Wanted to say this. Let's just talk about my mom and then and then get out. It was really fun having her on the episode last week. She's the best. 
as you guys can see, she's such a kind soul. Her name's Angelita, which in, in Filipino or in the language that she was named, which is Filipino, Angelita means little angel. And she truly is that. And, um, I'm very, uh, we had a great time. We, we got lots of food over the last week. We went out, we, we made food. She cooked steak. Uh, we grilled the steak. We cleaned up, you know, she, she loves to clean for me and just make my life easier. It's just like a, putting a magic eraser over something, you know, she just kind of is that a magic kind of like that magical ball of love is what she is that makes everything better. So I'm glad that she had a great time. I had a great time. We went to the beach yesterday, went to the farmer's market, went to St. Pete one day and, uh, just so many, I couldn't even list all the things that, that, that are better because of her in my life. And I dare say the world actually, because I'm part of the world and I'm interacting with it and making my mark on it. And if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be here. So she deserves the credit and this week's prayer. I actually already prayed for her today as she was getting on the plane to go back to Missouri, but uh, and, and so I feel like it would be redundant of me to sit here and do a prayer for my mom on the podcast, but just know that I absolutely did. And she's, you know, she's, she's the best. So, um, I wanted to say one funny thing about her. She, she, She's very clean, so I'm very hygienic. I've always smelled good and cared about being hygienic and showering regularly because my parents instilled that in me. They, it was in, you know, so she's so clean that she would, she will wash dishes before putting them in the dishwasher and she'll clean the trash before putting it in the trash. And then, it obviously makes my apartment much cleaner having her around, which is awesome. But she basically does quality control on everything. Quality control on my spoons and my fork. And she, you know, even when we're back home in Missouri, she'll, if my dad washes the dishes after he goes upstairs and goes to bed, she'll rewash them because she doesn't feel like my dad is thorough enough for her to trust the dishes. <laughs> that he washed so it's very cute and funny but she won't tell him that because she doesn't want to upset him because then he'll feel like oh my way isn't good enough so like no it's not good enough in her mind but she doesn't want to hurt his feelings or make him feel like he's wasting his time so what a funny like circular movement that is and um just just very cute i wanted to point that out. So wanted to give her a shout out prayer, which I've already done. And, uh, and I want to turn it back into, uh, time, time for you guys to go get to your week and, uh, appreciate you guys tuning in as always. I hope you got something out of this episode. I am going to go hit the sack because I am exhausted I don't know if you could tell during the podcast. If you could, I apologize. But I figured it's better to get you this than to go a week without showing you some love. So I gave you sugar. I gave you sugar. And I require some sugar back, damn it. <laughs> get out. The way you can give me sugar back is just by doing exactly what you're doing. Continue to tune into the episodes. If you want to write a review, awesome. Most biggest way to help me right now is to follow my Instagram uh, and my social media. But ideally, if you could only choose one, I'd say please follow my Instagram. That is the best way to help me. If you've already done that, you know, write a review, send me some nudes, send me some money on Venmo, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever works best for you. But no, I, I appreciate it, guys. Uh, happy in the beginnings of football season to you, and we'll do this again very soon. So, thank you very much. <sighs> Sorry, I'm-
Rosie on. Yeah, thank you very much and have a great week, guys. Love you. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. By the way, am I the only one who's horny? <laughs> for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.